Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, we're in for a long one. A long weekend, that is. And you deserve to spend it on the couch with a glass of something good. Luckily, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered quickly. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. Did you pick Gene Simmons' asshole? I sure did. You're listening to Cobras and Fire, a Pantheon podcast. It's March Badness, people, and today we have the March Badness Selection Show with special guests from Decibel Geek, Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro. Welcome to the Cobras and Fire March Badness 2022 Selection Show, where myself, Baco, along with co-host LC and the hosts of the Decibel Geek podcast, Chris and Aaron, select the 32 albums that will make this year's bracket. Before we get to this year's Selection Show, here is what you, the listener, need to know. We will be posting a bracket on the website in the show notes. It will also be available on our Facebook page and probably in the Facebook group Cobras on Fire. Please download it, fill out your own bracket ahead of voting, which begins on March 1st, and email us a snapshot to loosebaco at gmail.com. That is L-O-O-S-E-B-A-K-K-O at gmail.com. We will give the winner their choice of the t-shirt style of a, a Cobras and Fire t-shirt from our Redbubble store. Voting will take place on the Cobras and Fire Twitter page, the Cobras on Fire Facebook group, and the Decibel Geek community group page on Facebook as well. You can vote in all three. You can log in with different accounts and vote more than once. We don't care. Have fun. Just remember that you are voting for the record you want us to discuss. You are voting which record you think is worse. So it's a little confusing for people not uh, familiar with the format. We'll get into more of that once the show begins. So... Voting will begin on March 1st and end on March 18th. The winning record will be announced on the March 29th episode of Cobras and Fire. So just like last year, we're going to do everything exactly the same. So you just vote and hope your record advances and vote it on, vote it on, vote it forward until we get down to one uh, final winner. 32 all the way down to one. So please vote, retweet, leave comments, and make sure to tune in on the 29th to find out which of this year's selection was the winner 
or loser, depending on how you want to look at it. But please, definitely join us in the bracket challenge. Uh, send your brackets to loosebaco at gmail.com to enter to win a free t-shirt. It doesn't really take much more than the time to fill the thing out and send a picture. So let's get into it. and fire my name is Baco, and it's that time of year it is march badness where cobras and fire tackles the one topic every other podcast is afraid to do Ooh. and that is uh talk about a, a shitty album so uh yeah we're talking about the baddest <laughs> crappiest records in rock and roll history uh up to this point we've covered quite a few so here are some uh, contenders and winners from past years we will not be talking about today we will not be talking about metallica saint anger Music from The Elder from Kiss, another Kiss record, Sonic Boom, Adrenalize, Van Halen 3, Saints of Los Angeles, and of course, last year's winner, Peter Chris, One for All, which was picked <laughs> by one of our guest hosts back again this year, uh, are the, the hosts of uh, Decibel Geek. Let's start with Chris. Chris, number one pick last year. You had the number one pick overall. You ended up winning everything. Uh, this year, you're picking number four. What, do you, what are your chances this year, you think? I've got some pretty horrendous stuff to to share with you, so I, I, I I'm pretty confident. Well, no, they say in life there's only one one for all card to play. Okay, <laughs> you played it, buddy. Or is there another? It's powerful. What about you, uh, Aaron? Uh, how are you feeling about your picks this year? You all, you, you think you can uh, take the crown from your co-host there? I was angry last year that I came so close but fell short to the power of the awfulness <laughs> of Peter Chris's one for all. And I, you know, figured, you know what? I participated in this. I need to at least listen to the episode that these guys do with it so that I suffer <laughs> as much as anybody else. And I want you and your listeners to know that we all suffered together. Mm -hmm. And we're ready to do it again. Except this time, I'm going to win it. Because I've got a whole new approach. Uh oh Last year, Ooh. my plans did not work. This year, totally new approach. I'm taking it home. March wow. back. And what about you, my right-hand man, L.C. Fox, the other the co-host of Cobras and Fire with me? Uh, how are you feeling about the 2022 March Badness? Hmm. We'll see. Mysterious. Okay. I'll just say, uh, like Aaron, I have I've kind of mixed up my 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 overall plan of attack. I'm gonna maybe I'll have some similar picks. I'm probably gonna steal a pick or two from you guys, um, but I've also got a handful of new uh, records that uh, didn't even make the the bracket last year that I think might push me over the edge. Um, real quick, uh, a little. My, did you change your strategy though? Somewhat. Just a little like bit. Aaron? Yeah, yeah. I think I did too. Okay. Uh, and I mine upside down. As a nod to the listener, each one of us on our fourth overall pick will be picking from the list of albums that listeners submitted on the Cobras on Fire group. So uh, let's if if you're a lucky winner, you will be included. Well, I don't know. We there's no prize to this. You have to sit through a crappy album at the end of all this. So, um, gentlemen, uh, before we get started, any final parting shots? Some cheap, maybe some smack talk. We want to throw at each other. 
I, I just I don't want to say anything to anybody. I just want to say thank you to the rock gods for this genre producing such great and such awful music to talk about <laughs> and, and everybody involved with it. So I think we are blessed with great content. We've got a lot to talk about tonight, boys. Yeah. A lot Abs- of ground to cover, and none of it's good. Nope. Absolutely. Uh, let's get into it then. So the pick order this year, uh, Chris being the winner, your big reward is you get to pick last. Uh, so the picking order will be as such. Elsie, you have number one overall pick. Then it goes Aaron Camaro, then myself, and then, of course, Chris Sinzak. And like any time of uh, fantasy draft, this is going to be a serpentine format. So it'll just go up and down and up and down until we each have eight. So... Without further ado, let's get into this. March Badness 2022, people. Selection Sunday, even though it's Tuesday. LC, what do you got at your, for your first record? For my first pick for the 2022 March Badness, I have a band, one of the biggest bands in the world. I don't care if you're even a hard rock fan. This band is massive. And the album that they put out actually had one of the biggest producers Ever. He's covered many genres, but this is when he start, you started to see the cracks in what he could bring to the table. And it is the 1995 release from some Australians, ACDC with Ball Breaker. Ooh. That is a... T- I didn't think you were going to go there. Wait, carry on. Okay. I think Ball Breaker is the worst effort from the from the entire catalog uh, the worst voice the Brian Johnson he's worst he's ever sounded I know that Baco th- thinks he started sounding like Donald Duck on uh, on Razor's Edge is yep. that the, the era yep. you're, you're thinking of but this this was when it was not even even if he was a great even if he was a great Donald Duck it was shot all live footage from this period is horrible you've got you've got completely devoid of all creativity even for ACDC lyrics this thing is just cover you with oil there's a song called The Fuhrer. I don't know. Is that a tribute to, to Hitler? I mean, where were they going with this? You know what I mean? You got the honey roll and then caught with your pants down. No. So much to talk about from the production to the, the cover. It's gold, baby. This is full of nothing but but uh, but an amazing episode. Ball breaker ACDC. That's solid. Wow. <laughs> Not only that, but that's a, that's a great uh, rollout for your, your first. Now I know why you were so like, uh, like for, you know, you kind of. We're short when I asked you how you felt. You were like, well, I have this whole speech lined up. I don't want to use it now. So <laughs> that was good. Well done. <laughs> uh, I've been listening to Ball Breaker for the last three hours. How do you think I feel? <laughs> <laughs> All I'm right. That means it's next. My number one pick. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's get into it, uh, Mr. Camaro. What do you got? All right. So last year. My whole strategy was to pick albums that I liked that other people shit on, you know? And so I had a lot of bands in there that I liked with, you know, I wanted you guys to maybe pick one of mine so that you could prove to the world that one of these albums that people generally shit on was actually pretty good. Hmm. That was a mistake. This year, I've turned it completely around. On that note, though, Aaron, I'll, I'll tell you this, though. There are at least a half a dozen records on last year's bracket that I do enjoy quite a bit. So maybe that yeah. could still happen. <laughs> but anyway. That's what I'm saying. I think I was too soft this year. So this year I'm bringing it hard. Ooh. And you guys are going to suffer 
when my number one pick <laughs> goes all the way through to the finals because nobody is going to beat my pick in March Badness. Nobody's going to touch Nickelback, Silver Side Up. <laughs> so now, now I'm picking <laughs> albums that other people seem to love that I just don't understand. Oh, you're just you're going with anger. Wow. I'm going with anger. Okay. These, okay. Uh, every album on here that I pick today is going to be albums that everybody else loves that I think suck. And now we're going to see because now I went with trying to show somebody something last year. This year. I don't care. I'm not showing nobody nothing. You're all getting bad albums, and here they Ooh. come. That's the first of many. <laughs> Who's next? Well, that would be well, me, but on. I got to tell you the. Uh, go ahead. I, I just want to know right now for, for which which there's there's a couple albums that all kind of blend for for Nickelback. Like, okay. what, what's even on there? Like that's well, the big that's one. Uh, uh, how you remind me? That's what I wanted to do. That's the one that everybody loves. Remind me. Okay. Yeah, it's got that's how you one. remind me. Too bad, never again. I don't know. Any, He's I mean, pretending, I know man. Song. That guy was listening to that record in the last week at least once. So <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not. Yeah, there's an elder fan right above you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot of picks for that. Too bad that's off the board, but uh, from the listeners yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. Uh, yeah, by the way, I, I love your delivery, as as always, uh, Aaron. Uh, always always fun to listen to you. The wrestling announcer comes out in you this time of year, so uh, yeah. uh, uh, keep that up. All right. I, honestly, I, 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 I'm okay. positive I'm going to run away with this fucking thing with my first pick. Uh, this is one that I had hadn't really thought of in a long time and I'm not even sure what put it back on my radar uh, when I was researching for this but my number one pick for the 2022 March Badness Bracket is Vanilla Ice Oh fuck! What's it called? Uh, hard to swallow. <laughs> exactly. But hard to swallow from Vanilla Ice. Now he had his rap metal phase there in the middle of the '90s, and uh, where he tried to like you know reinvent himself, and, and he even like uh, re-recorded uh, Ice Ice Baby on that pile of shit. So, oh, yeah. and he performed at a Timberwolves halftime <laughs> game. That's how I found out that he did this record. So it was like '96, '97, like that. But. My God, uh, I mean, not exactly a highly uh, respected artist as far as his his career discography as it goes, but this is pretty bad, and I'm confident. Uh, I have just as much confidence as Aaron Camaro. It must be uh, the northern uh, part of the country, Midwest stuff. This is going to dominate this fucking thing. This is this is not going to be Gorky Park sneaking out a, an easy win as an eight seed uh, or, or a tight win in, as an eight seed. This is going to run the table. This is going to be seventy percent all the way. I don't know, man. I remember <laughs> back when I worked on radio and this came across and they were like, you can play it if you want. So I said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play this new band. I want the people to check it out. I'm not going to tell you nothing about it. I want to know what you think about it. So I played it on the air and people were calling back because this was at the time when Corn and Limp Biscuit were pretty popular. People were calling back and they were digging it and they liked it. And then I told them it was Vanilla Ice. And then immediately the tone of the phone calls changed. Sure. <laughs> so there's some secret fans of this album out there. So I, I remember seeing a post. By the way, great pick. Uh, that that that's gonna be a that would be a fun one. The but I gotta tell you, I saw some post. Uh, maybe on talk to me or something like that. There's there's like, like this like 200 thread like 
love for this album for whatever reason. Hmm. I remember when this came out that he played a strip mall with Tone Loke, and I had no idea that he had that album. <laughs> I'm not jo- I'm joking. It was Tone Loke and Vanilla Ice. I had no idea this album was out, and I went to the bar for like, 10 do- hmm. for like 10 bucks, and I was like, he had a full band with him. I was like, mm-hmm. what is going on? That was like, a, it was like an interesting era. So oh, that is nice. definitely a uh, unique, unique pick. Right on. Well, that brings us to our champion. Uh, he's also been quiet. Uh, he must be just savoring and just, he's like, Ooh, he's he, he does. No, I can't tell everybody. Let's take a look at him. Evil does he look nervous? Man. Like, did we take his like three best picks oh, or have you been sitting on like, oh, you guys nope. put one for all back in my lap, baby. I think uh, you better hope this doesn't win. <laughs> uh, this is uh, was there you a know, cat, cat number two. <laughs> that, that would, yeah, that's a yeah, good record. That would all, yeah, oh, that wait. one almost made the list. Cat number one. Uh, yeah, we well, yeah, but no, it's cat number two. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, I'll do the rim shot. But uh, no, this uh, you know you guys are picking stuff that goes back fifteen plus years. I'm going to pick something that came out in 2020. Whoa. and and. It, you might think, well, that isn't that kind of new for something on March Badness, but no, no. The amount of bad press, especially among the rock and metal community, about this album when it came out, easily makes this my number one pick. It this album is a solo album by a member of a legendary band from the '80s. I'm gonna see if you guys can guess it before I even get to the to the name it. And uh, 2020. The, this guy's led a very public life. He's released other stuff with other bands and stuff like that. And But this is like kind of his first real, I think it's his first real true solo album. And this uh, piece of shit actually has uh, songs that were co-written by legends such as Post Malone and Lucas Rossi. And the rock and metal community did not like this record when it came out. And I certainly didn't either. And can anybody guess what album I'm talking about? Post Malone. I mean, obviously that's not Ozzy. Post Malone. It's right there. I'm and I'm just not, like, I'm not well, listen, give, give me one more. Some shit. Give me one more uh, hint. This album is. Day. How about this? This album is bananas. Oh, it's Tommy Lee. Oh, the Tommy Lee. Elect- the, Tommy the actual, Lee. Like, Andrew. That was on my list. You can list, get that uh, for eleven dollars, but... free shipping on Amazon right now. Just so you know, I was going to send it to him just to just to torment him. But I saw it on sale at one point on, on oh. vinyl. I'd like to have that in your collection. As a matter of fact, Tommy, Tommy was just uh, uh, sharing a picture of that on vinyl. He he put it over his butthole, uh, which seems <laughs> uh, uh, if you go to his Instagram page, you see it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so, wow. I haven't heard it. You don't need to. <laughs> I don't remember anybody like in the rock community it's not even, it's not giving even a, a shit. It's not even a rock album. No. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a hip hop record. Album. <laughs> and he's not even. I think he just put his name on it. I don't think he's even on it. Almost right because it's not even. Yeah, there's a couple of songs. The first couple songs I saw, it's, it's all like other people rapping okay. and shit. But uh, anyway, whatever. I thought the Lucas Rossi hint would have given it away because that was the guy that won the rock. Yeah, Star that's Super why it was right there. It was just like fuck. Yeah, just. But, you know, I haven't followed Tommy Lee as a solo artist since, like, Methods of Mayhem. It's like when that came out, I was like, well, this is awful. So you didn't listen to, like, and Tommy I, Land or the record that uh, the Nickelback guy wrote everything for him? I don't think I ever listened I to him. no idea. There's a, there's a good the, Hurt the song album. by Land. Um, the album hard to was be me. based on a book where the book was based on his dick talking the entire oh. book. Isn't that what <laughs> I saw? Uh, I saw Tommy Lee goes chapters? to college. He had a reality show for a while. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was- <laughs> now we've, we've covered that on the program. 
I don't know if it'll win because it's not really a rock record, but I had to go. With I that think t- I think that the name Tommy Lee uh, qualifies it alone, but uh, yeah. that's what I figured. If it was that like uh, Eminem, yeah. probably not. So, uh, Chris, man, you got back to back picks. What's your number two that's seed right. going to be? Oh man, so my number two, and this one. Um, it was one of those where I, when we did this last year, I had forgotten about this record. Mm. And then uh, I wound up, I don't remember how I even did Somebody posted about it on Facebook a few months ago. And I was like, I forgot about that one. And it was by this band. It's a legendary rock band. And the, I actually saw them on this tour with uh, them opening for Motley Crue. There's another Tommy Lee tie-in. Mm. Um, and uh, this band blew them off the stage. But this album they were supporting is dog shit. I'm talking about the Scorpions album, Eye to Eye. Ooh. Yeah. Never heard it. I've only heard about it. it I'm is trying to th- I think horrible. I think the last Scorpions record that I listened to front to back was... Uh, ver- what's the one with uh, Rhythm of Love on it? What's that called? Uh, oh, I don't know. Animal Instinct? Something like that. Like 89.90. What, uh, anyway... Yeah, uh, I tell you that the the album that you're talking about, Chris, I bought it on CD and I brought it home and played it, and not knowing what to expect, and I thought the CD was was bad, yeah, because there was something <laughs> wrong with it. And honestly, so I was bad. like, I don't know if I should return this or is this the way it's supposed to sound. And I would ask people, you know, hey, what's up with that album? Because I thought I had a defective CD, but it turns so? out they they did. It just sounds like garbage. It's the production, or I guess it's the production. It sounds, it sounds like there's something wrong with it. That was and actually I, a secret CIA mission to uh, turn the world into chaos. Uh, so. Yeah, it's um, it, it it the only single that came off of it was a song called "Mysterious." It did nothing. Yeah, what and, year was uh, that again? 1999. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. And it was uh, it was the first one they did with James Kotak on drums. Now I don't know if that's a coincidence <laughs> that it sucks, but that's a fact. Uh, and I didn't a... get that from a certain website. Uh, it's like industrial <laughs> scorpions. Oh, I see. Good. <laughs> wow. See, I'm not even going there. That was a great read, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I think that counts, Chris. <laughs> Ting. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> we over a, yeah, we're I betting know. an over under before you I got on. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. I didn't say the word. I just said that you're you just. It's a good read. Yeah. Yep. No, you, anything. That counts. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, for my number two, man. See, we get sidetracked, and then I got to remember what the fuck I was going to pick. Uh, God damn it. This <laughs> sucks. This is why I like paper better better than my phone. All right. Uh, up next, yeah, this one's probably going to upset uh, my, my friend from Wisconsin there, but uh, this is a dreadful, dreadful fucking record from one of his favorite bands. And probably his favorite musician of all time. Ace Freely second sighting is complete dog shit. And it I, I this one I don't think it made the bracket last year, and I'm not sure how. Was it on there? Do you guys recall or not? Yeah. It wasn't. It was not. I mean it it's so bad Todd Howard sings most of the songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even Ace didn't want to show up to do the vocals. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I just... And, you know, Eddie Trunk has told stories about the making of this thing, and this was probably a, a pretty low point for Ace. Uh, so hopefully he won't listen and, and drink up some past memories, and, and, you know, he'll he'll have a lapse or something like that. But what a horrible, crappy, <laughs> crappy record. Um, and it, it's weird because of the time of it. 
It has a bit of a good hurt feel to me. Like I'll still listen to it every couple of years or so, but every time I listen to it, it's almost like I'm enjoying how bad it is. It's like loser in a fight. Just uh, God, uh, what was the single off this? Insane. Insane. Yeah, I like that song. That's yeah. probably There's that's got to be the highlight, there, right? I mean, yeah. So kudos to Megaforce. By the, the way, Acorn and Spinning is pretty cool. I always like that. Like the closer on the album. I like the, uh, the stranger. Stranger to Strangeland on that one? Or no, is that the first no one? that's the first one. Okay. This one's got Juvenile Delinquent, and it's got Separate is a decent song Separate, on there. Separate, Jesus. What a and then a bunch of Todd Howarth songs. Mm. <laughs> I don't hate it as much as Baco. Oh. Yeah, I don't really hate it either. All right, well, we'll see what the listeners think. Baco. Maybe I'm overstating how bad this thing is, but that is definitely yeah. my number two seed. If that, if, that, if that is the winner, I have plenty to say about it, too, because yeah. I, I do. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my main complaint was again, I was looking for dolls too, and it wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I tried to squeeze it in there, but we're having fun. But yeah, Johnny Z, of course, just just recently passed. So as of this recording, which is Groundhog Day, found out we have another six more weeks of fucking winter. God damn. Yeah, Ron Jeremy uh, saw his shadow again. But uh, yeah, that record right. was released on Mega Force Records. So yeah, you know. Tip of the hat to Johnny Z. Anyway, up next, yeah, uh, sure. we're back to uh, Aaron Camaro. What do you got for your number two seed in the Camaro region? Man, I can't imagine ever putting Ace Fraley in my strategy <laughs> for something like this. You know, Oh, well, I mean, uh, Space Invader is still available. So many, Origins 1 and 2, there's a lot. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's so many worse artists out there than Ace Fraley. But again, I wasn't shitting on him as an artist. Ones. It's a record. What's that? Oh, I wasn't shitting on him as a, as an artist. Just oh, I know. Yeah, okay. And, and you know, it's not his best record, but <laughs> I like this though because Aaron, even before you're you're taking your turn, you're already unleashing your anger, right? Yeah. On on, on, people, on these other albums, Baco's already got you a little bit fired up. Let's He's bring fired it. Up. But like, I'm looking at my list and like, God, this stuff is horrible. And this guy's over here picking Ace Fraley. What the <laughs> hell? Not, not me. Come on. Not me. I'm going with something that everybody else seems to love. And this might backfire on me because the people voting in this may love these albums. But I'm taking a chance. I'm going with stuff that I just don't get. This one came out in 1991. It was huge. One of the biggest bands in the world. They always act like a bunch of douchebags and stuff to me. I think, you know, trying to force free albums on you when you don't want them. And just all the oh, stuff over the years. I know, I'm, going, now. I'm going to 1991 at their peak, at their most popular, because I'm going to put the album that everybody loves the most by this band up on the list. I'm going with U2, Act Tongue Baby. Oh, oh, damn. My God. Yeah, Shot they saw This is like the only YouTube record I own, too. It's like, uh, I, now I'm kind of hoping this wins. <laughs> I own it, too. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is on the fringe of what would be acceptable, but I think we have to allow it. It's, it's, it's a rock it's song. too. Vanilla Ice is the fringe. Yeah, I was like, you're gonna let you're, you're, I thought, well, yes, yeah. but you know, Tommy Lee has the the, the the background. Vanilla Ice tried to get metal in there. U two has never really been hard rock, but this, uh, eh, they're rock. I called it the fringe. The I'm not. I am not throwing an objection. It's 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 a good pick. Uh, I kind of hope it wins. Save now. your cry until the final round when it wins. If that one wins, I just need a bunch of song clips of, of Aaron like yelling out song titles and so angry about why people like, <laughs> likes this album. Yeah, we, we might have Mysterious to. Ways. Mysterious Run. ways. Even yeah. better than the real thing. Mm, now we're talking. Come on. All good songs. Who's going to ride <laughs> your wild horse? 
See? Really? I like the fly? it. The fly going to ride your wild horse? He is. You tell me in the final round. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This this took a this took a turn. I can't wait for the rest of it. They're gonna be there's gonna be nothing but beloved albums anyway. <laughs> for the rest of this. The Beatles what the album? What the yeah, hell? The, Sergeant Pepper's suck. <laughs> <laughs> fingers. Stick it up your ass. Hey, everybody has their own war room, their own draft strategy. You know, there, there's uh, Fuck you, Hotel right. California. Yeah. <laughs> Led Zeppelin. Bullshit. I love it. All right. Anything else All right, LC, let's wrap it, up man. round two, man. Uh, what's okay, uh, right. what's your what's um, your uh, second seed? Well, I'm going to continue with what I consider kind of a, but I think I didn't mention on the last football breaker for ACDC is it was a fall for gra- from grace. They came off a huge album, Razor's Edge. They hooked up with Rick Rubin. I think I said that. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But they hooked a producer and still turd. So this is this would go in that same zone. Um, so this followed up this band's biggest album early 80s and and was pretty much a just a distant crappy version of what what came, what came before and actually this was inspired from one of Aaron's picks last last year i i was like wow that's a really interesting pick and then i watched the movie i tanya and it was in the and there's this one scene where, the, where she's skating to a sleeping bag by by ZZ top and i'm like you son God, of a this bitch. song sucks. Still sucks, and everything <laughs> like that. And that is Afterburner, which you can find if you want to find it as Easy Top album anywhere. It's always there. It's always there for five bucks. And nobody wants it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's Eliminator di- diluted too far. They went too far for everything. I think Aaron kind of said all these things last year, but I think this is a great pick. A fall from, from grace, and uh, there's maybe two good songs on this at most. Uh, one really good song actually on it. But that's it. That was one of the records up from last year I was going to steal. I thought that was one of the sneaky, really good picks. It did well. Great pick last year, Aaron. Yeah, it it did great in the brackets. It's drafted higher. I I think it was like fourth, fifth, or sixth or something like that last year. But I had forgotten all about that record, which just shows you how brilliant that pick pick is. But, yeah, I mean. Lots to talk about there after that. You didn't really know it's easy top here and there. That was it. That was it, man. I'm a rough boy, baby. I want to get into that. Like that. Well, you ruined my plans because I really, truly believed Afterburner was going to be the one at the end last year. It was the surprise. It came pretty close. I think it made the final four. It really made the run. Yeah. It got close. I don't know. I don't remember if it's final four. I think so, though. It got right down there. It's a bad album. But so. I was going to save that for my last pick mm. and throw it back in one time. Say, what the hell? Give it another shot. It did so good last year. But no, loose cannon. It moved up, man. It, uh, it, uh, it, 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 it improved. It's, uh, did you have that to go again? I, oh, yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, I was going to save it for my final pick. Okay. But you are a smart man. You took it. Kudos to you. Wow. Now I know how serious this thing really is. Oh, Lord. yeah, baby. Cutthroat. <laughs> oh, my Lord. You know, and I, 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 I'd have to no look. I, I don't have them in front of me, but I think all the actual number one seeds haven't been picked yet from last year. Now, of course, Peter Chris was, was not eligible, but um, and, I, and I learned my lesson from Monster. That, that Gorky Park beat it uh, in the first round. Uh, so apparently people like that record way more than I do. So I just, I, 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 that ship has sailed. But uh, I can't remember what you guys' number ones were off the top of my head. But yeah, anyway. Uh, LC, it's still you, man. 
Yeah, I've got. I I kept going like, do I do any kind of repeaters on this? But this one, since this is near the top, I, this there's so much to talk about this album too. I gotta throw it out there right now before it gets taken. And that is, you know, same thing, kind of like Fall for Graces, or you're waiting for this, you're anticipating it, and it's just. Uh, and I'm just gonna spit out real, real quick, and that is Guns N' Roses, Chinese Democracy. So much to talk about. Like Aaron even introed it last year. I want to throw it in there again. That was the number one like pick like, his, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I remember Aaron just said, I am really interested about what you guys have to talk about this. Because yeah. I just think with these episodes, it's everything. It's not just the album. It's, yeah. it's just the history and everything leading up to it. And uh, how can you not at least throw that into the mix? So that's my pick. Wow. Now I see Loose Cannon's strategy starting to unfold. He's just going to steal all my picks from last year. <laughs> Brilliant. Back to back, baby. <laughs> this, this, this printout is that little, that little uh, uh, chat we had that just listed everybody's picks. This is serious. Oh, yeah. The rest of the way. Just check marks <laughs> next to my name. That's great. <laughs> you better go deeper if I snagged another one of yours. <laughs> I don't think I have any of the same. Uh, what you got? You got Abbey Road next? Okay, <laughs> uh, come on, e, e, come on, Nickelback and Abbey Road. That's a, uh, uh, but it is kind of trending that way. I also picked a, I also picked a GNR album, Appetite for Destruction. Oh, <laughs> yeah, now we're talking. I hate that album. I should kick you off the so stream we, for that one. Enough people mis- <laughs> misinterpret the whole por- part of the poll. I bet you Appetite Destruction might win this thing with people thinking they're picking the best album. But uh, oh yeah, they're not looking. Oh, yeah. That's the best album. I worst. remember after. I think after round one, we oh, really had to make it clear you yours. are picking the worst of these two. But <laughs> yeah, listen Aaron, to the episode, please. <laughs> your your strategy could Aaron is just count on people not reading. Right? <laughs> just, just pick really good <laughs> albums. Yeah. You know what? In this stage and day and age. Perfect strategy. Yeah, actually, it's, it's a good idea. What you got, man? I don't know. I put too much work into this list of shitty albums. So uh, my third pick, let's go back to 1999 with Arms Wide Open. Oh, yeah. You guys love this band. I know you do. So many people <laughs> love this band. Everybody loved this band back then. This is and a then great they just kind of went away after a while. You guys have a pretty <laughs> damn good chance at the end of this whole tournament, to be reviewing this epic turd right here. Creed, <laughs> human clay. Son of a bitch. That is I tell you, that, that, that would be one of the good third picks. Was that not in last year? Like I said, no. I haven't. I don't know. I took a whole new strategy last year. I was picking a lot of stuff. I thought, well, it'd be fun to hear these guys talk about this album. This year, I didn't win last year. This year, I'm going to win. I just sticking the knife in. Oh, it'll be fun to hear them just talking about this album. <laughs> I, I am starting to see I the brilliance cool. in your plan, year, Aaron. I'm it took three win. picks. I'm getting it. Yeah, these are all monster records, but the reality is you look at that Nickelback and and, and this one especially, two bands that are just kind of, as much as people might love them and they do well if they went out on tour, there's just as many people that fucking hate them. Uh, this is a strong yeah. number three. This is going to be tough to beat. Yeah. That might actually come out of your bracket, I think, so... Yeah, I gotta yeah. tell you, for for Creed, they're one of those bands that there's for Limp Biscuit, Nickelback. There's some good hurt in there somewhere for me. There's no, there's nothing but hurt for, with Creed for me. <laughs> but hurt. There's not a single thing. Creed makes your butt hurt. Yes, there's, a, there's nothing <laughs> but hurt. And it also makes me butt hurt. Anyway, uh, my name is Baco, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick for my third uh, 
third seed in, in my region, uh, the Baco region. I'm picking Judas Priest Nostradamus. Um, I have not been able to make it through this record from beginning to end in one sitting yet. Um, and it's just, uh, what a misguided, what a misguided idea. I remember when I first heard about it, I'm like, I am not getting this. So I guess I'll have to wait and hear it. And then I heard it and I'm like, well, I think I did get it. I think I understood it perfectly. And it was just a fucking horrible, horrible idea. I just, I, uh, I, I can't even... There, there's a, there's like nothing redeemable through it. It's, it's long and and like it's got this weird um almost like they're they're not doing music as much as they are doing like like soundscapes for a television show at certain times and it just carries on and then you hear Halford come in and he's got his voice sounds great and everything but there's just and then when they do kind of chug it up and riff it it's like some of the dumbest caveman shit that you fucking have ever heard. It's just like. That's not what I want from Priest. Whatever people say about the Elder, just slop it here. I'm just I'm tapping out on this record. I can't believe you even added that to it. Just I, I saw that and I was like, "There's no way I even want to talk about that." And you even th- you put it in here. You're evil, man. It's our mm-hmm. show. You're pr- you're bringing that into the mix. Yeah, I think there's some strong contenders. It might not. It's not getting to the final four, but this this record is just garbage. It it deserves mm-hmm. to be it's a three hour episode. It's like one of those things. It's it's a, it's like well, this team does. They deserve to be included even though we don't think they're going to win you know like kind of a small double a school getting into the ncaa tournament so okay well you know they won't they won't bring kk back into the band and a lot of people like say that's because of his book and the stuff he said in the press but in my opinion it's because he still speaks fondly of nostradamus that's why they won't take him back (laughs) shows you he's uh you know he's getting up there in years you know it's like a little bit of a senility so yeah they're like you know he obviously has dementia he can't come back that's really truly it's it's the only judas priest album i've ever gotten listened to once and then put away and i've never gone back to it like there's just the one time listening to it was enough for me to go this is weird it's not like what i like in my judas priest and i've never listened to it again maybe i need to pull it back out maybe i'll just wait till the final see if baco wins with this one and then i'll find out all about it but was that before or after redeemer of souls before uh before before yeah okay Okay. Yeah, because Redeemer Souls was a little bit better. There was a comeback album, right? It was more of a traditional priest record. Not my favorite, but it's all right. Right. Yeah. It's got moments. All right, Chris, let's wrap up around three. What do you you got here? I can't believe this is one I'm. I am going to bring this one back from last year, and I'm honestly surprised nobody took it already (laughs) uh, because it is so god awful. Um, And I actually thought this one was going to be a strong contender with the Peter Chris album from last year. Um, and it also features uh, the vocal and guitar stylings of one of my favorite interviews that wasn't really an interview that Baco ever did on the show. Uh, I'm talking about <laughs> Ted Nugent's Shut Up and Jam. Hmm. Great editing of the interview, huh? Uh, yeah, it was hilarious. Um, but no, this album is garbage. Uh, and the fact that uh, it's got a, got a track featuring Sammy Hagar, that doesn't help. But it's got... Uh, and then the ultimate, it's got a song called Semper Fi from a guy who was a draft dodger. Uh, <laughs> there's a song on here called Do Rags and a 45. Uh. You really want Ted Nugent singing about that? And then um, the ultimate song on the album, track seven, <laughs> I Love My Barbecue. Play the snippet of that. This was actually on my list, Chris. This is going to be in the next couple of picks of mine. So you snagged it just ahead of me. So, yeah, I, I really kind of hope this one wins just because I want to get into this thing. I also... My joke was that he's got a record coming out in April, and I just wanted to pick that one because I know it's going to suck. So, 
Well, yeah, and, you know, and it's it's one of those things where I know you you pick the the album that wins this. You're looking to you know create comedy gold with mm. the commentary on it, but you don't even need to do commentary. The album itself <laughs> is just comedy gold. <laughs> I love my. I I, I, could, I I finally listened to a little bit of I love my barbecue. I put a snippet in an episode recently, and uh, I heard it first it time like, I heard it. Jesus, exactly. this was this was exactly <laughs> as good as Chris said. So yeah, yeah, exactly as good. This is the, the, two of the records I was going to steal are off the table now. So uh, Afterburner oh, wow. and. Uh, that on to round four then that means we're gonna each do a listener pick um so we all have our list in front of us so um i don't know if chris do you need a second to look at that or are you ready or there's one that i'm gonna pick i don't even know this album i just want to say the title of the album so that's why i'm gonna pick it <laughs> oh um, i like that strategy uh, randy brown suggested an album by the melvins called pinkus abortion <laughs> technician oh good lord I just wanted to say it on the show, so that's my pick. All right, so in in, in honor of Randy Brown, uh, the Melvins, what was it again? Pinkus Abortion something? Pinkus Abortion Technician. Yeah. (laughs) I'm the biggest Melvins fan probably of this group, but uh, I I don't know that. Oh. Okay. You're not familiar with that one? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am going to trust Randy. You're not a real fan. If he says it's not a good Melvins record, it's not. Um, <laughs> That's right. I, well, I, I gotta say, it does. It, it does sound killer. <laughs> it's the only time I'll use hey the now. button. I promise. All right. That's good. I like it. A little bit. Don't don't hold back too much. Yeah. It's a little evil, but yeah. I was like, it's thirty minutes in. There's not an abortion joke yet. So thanks for getting to it. Oh. Yeah, I had to get there sometime. <laughs> All right. Is it okay if I go? Oh, I can't. Ted remember. Nugent and abortion jokes. We're on a roll right Yo, now. All right. We called. We called the Fred. My boy Todd Cunningham, Cunningham, uh, he uh, uh, had, a, had a selection that I think is going to be perfect for this. So my number fourth pick, uh, coming from Todd Cunningham, is Black Sabbath Forbidden. Um, that is a just a dreadful record from beginning to end. I and I, and I can't wait to buy the remastered remixed copy <laughs> exactly. because of course I will. Uh, as LC is one. always going to bust my ass on, uh, and understandably so, but. Uh, I don't like that album. Thirty-five bucks and buy. Yeah, I heard that on the last episode. I was like, "That is so spot on about Baco." Yeah. This album absolutely sucks. But if I get a good deal on it, I'll pick it I up. hundred percent. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, a lot of times you guys are guilty of getting me down that rabbit hole. Even Eric, uh, Aaron made some just random Eric Eric Clapton uh, comment like three or four months ago. And I'm like, you know what I see? I'm gonna give you so I picked up a couple Clapton CDs I've never heard of. <laughs> oh my goodness! One to two good songs on each one. Yeah, you're, you're spot on. By the way, one of the uh, one of the interviews we did a long time ago with uh, Jimmy Pardo, the comedian, <laughs> we had him over and we're talking about Kiss and great episode. By and, the way. and we brought up smashes, thrashes, and hits. And he's this is the definition of a typical Kiss fan. He's like, oh, God, that Greatest Hits album absolutely sucks. It's remastered the wrong way. The drum sounds like shit. I own the picture disc. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I just bought the Elder picture disc, and I, I, I got my courtesy email saying it's been delayed a few months. So looking forward to that oh, happening. Big shocker there. <laughs> right, that's a pretty good pick. That is, like, absolutely I, the worst Black to- Sabbath album ever. I'm going to excuse myself for a second and be right back, but please continue, Aaron. All right, fair enough. Yeah, okay. so Aaron, what do you got? What's the listener pick you're going to do? All right, I'm going to go with a good team here. I got Jay Shabluski and Brian Murphy, and they're both suggesting Gene Simmons' asshole. Oh, damn. That was that was coming up quick on my album. list here, too. But uh, Oh, wow. 
It's a pretty terrible album. Both mm. those guys, I mean, you got two smart dudes right there. Both friends, both shows. And they both pick it. And I saw that, I was like, yeah. There's not a whole lot redeeming about that album. You know, maybe there's... Uh, three songs, maybe. Yeah, three, I guess. I like Black but, Tongue, and that's about it. You know, like yeah. that? Yeah, that's not even one of my No, it like, sounds uh, like one of those songs that, that, that should be better than it is, and there's a reason why it doesn't make a Kiss record. I don't know, kind of like... I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to say the songs. I don't need the blowback from the Kiss Army, but... Uh, that there's a bunch of those like well, you'll be talking why didn't you- why wasn't this on Psycho Circus those kind of songs so that's what it reminded <laughs> me of yeah like Carnival of Souls why wouldn't it on the album you know that's a pretty good one I like that because that's just a hard rocker but it's I mean all anybody wants out of Gene Simmons is a bunch of Deuce and a vault God of Thunder and you know it, those type songs charisma you know the stuff people love Gene Simmons for and Gene Simmons anytime he gets a chance to do some solo album he's like yeah, I got to do some weird shit yeah. now, you know. I'm going to do something totally different. I'm well, going to do what the Kiss fans will totally hate. Yeah, it's going to be great. I thought he it does, worked he deserves a 78 record, though. I am Firestarter. I was going to say, he deserves all the hate for that fucking Firestarter video. Good yeah. Lord. Yeah, I don't go back to that song, but I was actually I was surprised when I heard he did it, and then I was even like, well, this is actually way better than I thought it was going to be. Well, uh, but it's, it's still not that good. Direct, but. It's just a straight-up cover of the original. I mean, there's not much difference. Yeah, but it's Gene know. doing it, and that, that's Gene not a genre Simmons. of music that he fits in, so I don't know. Yeah. Did you, did you pick Gene Simmons' asshole? I you sure did. did. Yes, he I, picked, had, I heard five he picked words. Gene Simmons' asshole. Picked Perfect. it clean. In any, other co- in any other context, that would have sounded really wrong. Yeah. That was on my list, too, but uh, no, that's not one. That goes against your strategy about albums. Yeah, but this was the this uh, a listener, listener pick. pick. Oh, yes. So that I went sense. with Jason Shablewski and Brian Murphy. Both picked that. Both smart awesome. dudes. They got impeccable taste in music and podcasts. Mm-hmm. I got to go with them. Done. All right. Well, LC, what do you got? So I'm going to go with a recommendation from Scott Crouch. This album, I still remember the first time I heard the single from it. And that was Crush em, the first single from Risk. Their worst single, their worst album, my pick last time, but Scott threw it in the mix for this year because he has great taste and great taste in podcasts, just like Aaron Camaro said, and I think it's a contender to go all the way. Hmm. A lot of fodder here, too. A fall from grace, the end of an era with the with Megadeth's arguably greatest lineup. So much to chew on. Fallen in the seeds, though. It was, no, it was a number one last year. Now it's a number four. So, well, unlike Afterburner, going the opposite direction, so... Sure. But yeah, thank you, Scott, for that pick. Yeah. So All right. So All right. that gets us to the fifth Both round. Now we're gonna start seeing actual matchups in, in uh each of our individual regions. So LC, you have the first pick in the fifth round, and the record you pick is gonna go up against Megadeth Risk, which you just picked. Here's where LC picks uh, Abbey Road. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Abbey Road runs the table. Uh, okay. All right. Well, you know what? I actually wasn't gonna was going to leave this one out this year, but after I was so... This is inspired by a de- recent Decibel Geek episode, and that was how much admiration you heaped, the praise that you heaped onto this album during your interview. <laughs> so I'm going to throw Kiss oh, Psycho Circus into it, <laughs> into the mix. I think this Psycho is a fabulous matchup. 
don't think I heaped that much praise on it. Psychos, I think he was being sarcastic. You heaped but, so uh, much praise that you, <laughs> you, you, uh, you were so enamored with the album that you forgot about, uh, what track was it? Raise Your Glasses? <laughs> yeah, because that, that's how memorable that fucking song is. Everyone <laughs> trying to ask us what song we forgot raise by forgetting what song. Raise your glasses. Your... Come yeah, on. It's a fucking, it's a Bud Light commercial. Come I hope on, that wins because I love that record. We are one. Okay. Ugh. Horrendous. Mm. We so got some cool it. stories out of it, though. I of like course, that matchup, and, though. And great uh, episode. Hey, just keep hope alive deep inside, and your dreams will never die. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so Risk is going up against right. Psycho Circus. I love that. That's a that's a solid four or five. You don't know who's going to come out of that, and you know it's going to be a tough matchup either way. That's yeah. right. Battle of the Turds. I'm just going to throw one one last thing in there. If Psycho Circus doesn't make it, my opinion, my overall uh, summary of that album is Psycho Circus is the Spencer's version of what a Kent Kiss album should be. <laughs> oh, that's very well said. That's yeah, a good joke. Sure. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right, Camaro, what do you got uh, for your fifth row? They, so your number five seed here is going to go up against Gene Simmons' asshole. Oh man! <laughs> Who you know, here on my list deserves uh, to go up? You just, you just mentioned a steed going up against an asshole. I'm just Gene saying. Yeah. What what goes with that? I need a good theme here. A good tongue? Maybe a nose? Mm, Is that a corn album? Finger? <laughs> corn? Man, I don't got corn on here though. Finger eleven. Um, Pick a finger eleven album. Now we can say finger eleven. <laughs> Gene Simmons' asshole. <laughs> Finger 11 versus asshole. Okay, I got it. I got it. Up wow. against Gene Simmons' asshole. This one came out in 2011. I don't know anything about it. Zero, <laughs> except for the year it came out. And okay. that everybody loves it. I picked their most popular album. Because that's my strategy this year. <laughs> Go with Five Finger Death Punch Ooh. and an album called American Capitalist. Okay. Okay. Five fingers against Gene Simmons' asshole. I yes. love it. That's yes. the theme I was looking for. I knew there was something on this list that was going to work. You at least got a hand in there. So you're you're going to have to give me the album title again. Was that American Capitalist? American, American Capitalist. Capitalist. I like yeah, this. You it's, their, it's their highest charting album. You should have gone with Tough Fist first. I love that album. Ooh. Like yeah, but that. against Gene Simmons' asshole. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, go with the theme here, man. This is getting too fun. Uh, that was the right. closest change, thing I had. Change your pick for a cheap homoerotic joke. Yeah. That's a great pick. I mean, there's a lot to talk about with that. I had oh, five-finger death band punch in there general, as well. So. The same record? I had that on there. No, I actually, I had... I mean, they're all pretty much the same record past that. This one that came up, they came up with that. <laughs> they're all the same record. They pretty, pretty, pretty much are. I, I like that cover like they the did first, that you wouldn't first, expect. Like, one or two albums, the beginning part, but, but my God. Where's, the, where's that fucking... Oh, that cover, yeah. Oh, no, I picked the one that has... Uh, no, uh, Bad has, Company. Uh, uh, Mama Said Knock You Out cover. That was the one. I, I They've done a bunch uh, of covers is all I'm getting at. They all, heaven, get, above they all hell, get a little bit of radio play and everybody goes, man, you wouldn't expect that. Yep. It's just, well, it's a, whatever. Yeah. What do you mean? That's all they fucking do nowadays. So. Wouldn't expect it. Wouldn't expect um, it the Punch Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Pretty good pick, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah, really this, is, uh, this is fun, man. I think we're really starting I mean, to get what? to that. Now we get to these deeper I'm, picks. I'm, now, 
I'm telling you that people are on the edge of their seat, Camaro. Listening to what's good, we're going to pick next. We've got some curveballs in here. It's not obvious choices. Mm-mm. No, I think there's I just a lot can't. of I just can't wait for all the people, you know, on Aaron's picks going, that's not a bad album. What the fuck is he saying? That's yeah. a, you're going to have a lot of that's, that. I knew when I worked this strategy that that was a possibility. Yeah. Like oh. the Creed fans were really going to come out of the woodwork <laughs> to support their their band and knock me out in the <laughs> there, first there's round. A lot, there's I'm going to say, though, because yeah, uh, uh, the voting takes place. I probably should mention this. Um, and there'll be more information to come. But on Twitter, uh, the, the Cobras on Fire Twitter page, and then in both of the groups, uh, the Decibel Geek uh um. What? Uh. Jesus Christ. What's the 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 Decibel Geek community uh, on Facebook, and then the Cobras on Fire group. So, and you you can vote on all three if you want. We don't give a fuck. Um. Uh. The, but uh, I don't think there's more than two Creed fans in that group at best. I know Dave Brewington is going to vote for Creed probably all the way through. <laughs> sure. Why not? All right. Well, They're last bad. year, uh, my number eight pick was a bit of a Cinderella story. If we had one in the, in the tournament last year, uh, they managed to make it. And I don't think they made it to the final four, but they came close. Um, and that is Gorky Park. So I have to let move them up a little bit. So my number five pick uh, uh, for the five seed in, in the Baco region is going to be the, the Gorky Park self-titled record. I think this is my first duplicate from last year. So uh, good for you, little Russian guys. Uh, I did not expect that to come back. I thought it was just a, a one-off. Now I still yeah. have a risk of having to listen to that album. So how well did that perform last year? I think it to the, 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 the yeah, final eight. It lost um, out to Lulu to make it to the final four. Hmm. Yeah, like I, I was worried about, about that one. Like some of the picks, if they're, if they're too far out, people might say, I don't even know what that is, you know, but I know this one sucks. Well, I remember um, uh, BJ, uh, BJ Cramp was a big fan of that pick. Uh, he, he, you know, messaged me after the episode came out. But yeah, so that, like the Moscow Peace Festival happened with like uh, Ozzy and Bon Jovi and Molly Crew and all that stuff. And one of the opening bands was a local thing. Uh, now, of course, by local, I mean, whatever. They were a Russian band that, that was there. And they came back to America um, with this weird triangle-shaped guitar with the, the the CCP flag on it back before they were, um, I think they were still the USSR at that point, I think. Uh, anyway, the long, Bon Jovi and Sam Bora wrote a bunch of songs for this whole record. Um, and uh, they like the singer got a co write all the way through or something like that. But yeah, bangs and that da da da. That was the only thing that got really any any movement. Uh, I had a buddy who had the CD, and I honestly don't remember the rest of it. But uh, before it has to be fun to talk about. Wow! It's, so you're telling me that that this is like the Wendy O. Williams album being like the hidden Kiss album, where <laughs> a bunch of Kiss people are involved. This is like the hidden Bon Jovi album with a Russian. This is more like uh, Bon Jovi thinking, like, "Hey, we did it with Skid Row. We can do it with these losers." Sure, that's pretty accurate, <laughs> I think. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so that gives right. it to, to you, Sin Zach. What do you What do you got for number five? So what what is this one going up against? Oh yeah, I should before I say that. Uh, yeah, so Gorky Park goes up against Black Sabbath, Forbidden, in the Baco okay. region. So now to the Sinzak region, your fifth pick uh, will be going up against Melvin's Pinkus Dinkus whatever ish. <laughs> okay, <laughs> say right. it again, please. Pinkus Dinkus whatever ish. Uh, Pinkus abortion technician. Mm, yes. Yeah. Thank you, Randy Brown. I just wanted to. It's fun to say. Um, <laughs> you can always count right, on Randy. Um, That's so fun to hear. Yeah, yeah, it's probably no fun to hear, but it's fun to. It's just fun uh, to say out loud. Of the um, of the host of the Synaptic <laughs> Empire, we should probably mention. So check yeah, out, check out his podcast. Awesome show. 
Uh, so my next one, uh, I'm not really super familiar with this band, but like it, this one's actually been, it's a band taking a big left turn from what they usually do in the eighties. And um, it's, for some reason it's gotten a lot of hate recently that I've seen on social media. And I actually found a funny meme of it where they, they pasted the the cover of Cinderella's night songs onto this and used this album title. So I'm talking about, is anyone familiar with Celtic frost? I know of them. Yeah, they're, that's it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're a, like an extreme metal band, like black metal, I think. Mm-hmm. And then in 1988, they put out, um, cold Lake. And like they used a lot of like uh, pastel type colors on the cover. They changed their look. They, it's them basically trying to fit in with the glam scene. And there's songs on here. Nice. The, the single was a song called Cherry Orchards. And if you have to see the video for this song, it's so bad. And then there's like Seduce Me Tonight and Pretty Obsession and Juices Like Wine. Uh, so <laughs> it's a it's a band trying to fit in with the scene and failing miserably at it. And the singer of the band has actually called it an utter piece of shit and possibly the worst album ever created in heavy music. So that tells you what uh, how bad it is. So yeah, I, I think uh, I think that one will beat uh, the Pincus Abortion Technician. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's a good matchup though. I've always wanted to listen to that because I've heard the legend of it, but I never find it anywhere. It's not good. You can hear. Well, you can listen to it online. Yeah. Listen to it next month in our show. <laughs> you can uh, listen to it on your on your free rental streaming service, right? I'll see. That's right. So in the Sinzak region, at number six pick, we have whatever you pick is going to go up against Ted Nugent, Shut Up and Jam. So what is your number six pick? I'm kind of split on this because one the one that I have lined up, I don't I don't know that it really falls in what, with what we're. Although I picked Tommy Lee Andro, so what the fuck? But uh. I don't know. I, that, all right, I'm going to pick this one just because I, I found it on a lot of lists, and, and I actually did listen to it today, and I was like, wow, what the did the world need a Doors album without Jim Morrison on it? Really? I didn't even know there was one. <laughs> there's actually, there's actually there's two. two of them. Yeah. And uh, the one that the came out... Guy? Huh? No. no. Ray Manzarek took over no. lead vocals. Yeah, they it came out... Piece. This is it's, back uh, in the day, it, timing? Yeah, yeah. Ni- the the one I picked was Full Circle, and it came out in 1972. Oh, wow. this yeah. I, now, I almost wanted someone just to fucking have to hear this Full Circle. Huh? All right, yeah, it's uh, it's fucking awful, and it and they're, they're they've got like all these background singers and all these bells and whistles and stuff, and it's it sounds nothing like the Doors. Nothing. Is it still like an organ. Yeah, a little. Yeah, that's on there because Ray Manzarek was the band leader, but it's uh. Yeah, why they thought, hey, let's, you know, even though the ingredient that made us famous is dead now, let's keep going. You know, not not a good idea. Well, that's, that's an interesting amazing. matchup, man. Uh, I just uh, can't believe I just learned another thing. They made two albums. Two albums. Nope. Two. I tell you, that's nope. a profit deal. That's called, there's nothing, in our, <laughs> there's nothing in our contract that says, with Jim Morrison dead, you owe us two fucking albums. You know it. <laughs> you know it. That's exactly what I was going to yeah, say. And this is before you the know, day and age of Cleopatra Records and Spitfire and Frontiers, you know, where they just step in and, and say, Because yeah. those guys, rock song contracts. Well, it did come out on CMC. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. International. That's how they got, that's yeah. they got their start. Uh, if it doesn't win, I still encourage you to check it out just because it's so oddball sounding but yeah that uh nugent's gonna slaughter them but yeah that's my pick <laughs> he's gonna slaughter it like a deer in his ranch that's right <laughs> all right well uh that brings it back to me um so uh in in my sixth pick in the baco region then is gonna go up against 
Uh, Judas Priest, Nostradamus. So what I have is a record from a former Kiss guitarist. Uh, maybe I'll do a clue by clue. Do you guys want to guess who it is? White okay. Tiger. Damn it. It's all over. Yeah, White Tiger. <laughs> Whoa. That, Another one I've avoided. That, that yeah, record that was is... On my list too. It's, it's like, you know, there's not even like a... a upbeat part of this thing. I mean, I mean, it, it's upbeat musically, but my God, it's just, uh, uh, I don't know, it's it's so poorly recorded. You know, this is during the 80s when, like, when you didn't have money to record, it, you could tell. Um, so, yeah, this is just, uh, I can't remember who else in the band. His brother is in there. Mark Mark St. John, yeah. the guitar player from Kiss. His brother, I'm like, uh, help me out, Sinzak. Is that drums or bass he plays? Uh, uh, bass, Michael Norton. And then, uh, and then uh, for, uh, the- former Black Sabbath singer, uh, Dave Donato. <laughs> yeah. Almost Black Sabbath singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. more like, well, I'm, I'm I'm reading from the Mitch Malloy version of history when right, it comes yeah, to Dave yeah, Donato. Say, so, he's, yeah. He, he's uh, what Mitch Malloy to Van Halen. Dave Donato's Black Sabbath experience. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, weren't you in Black Sabbath? <laughs> I get asked. Yeah, I get that a, I get that a little. <laughs> Like, literally, nobody's ever asked me that. I went from Black Sabbath to White Tiger, for fuck's sake. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a good matchup. The only track I've heard on the White Tiger album is uh, Hand Fist Balloon Hands. <laughs> Hand Fist, uh, yeah. Hand that was an unreleased demo, though. It came out on the remastered oh, version on uh, okay. probably Cleopatra. <laughs> so he started the band after his hands got yes. really big and inflated? He, he, he's okay to play then? Yeah, I've Somewhere? always felt that that uh, there's a little bit of revisionist uh, history to the Kiss side of that story a bit. I think he was just a bad fit, and it was too late for them to, to just say that. So when he had a little bit of problem with his hand and a... They said, you know, it just ain't working out. <laughs> got Bob's brother here, he's good. Uh, so the, the number six uh, seed in the Camaro region goes up against Creed, Human Clay. This better be a good pick, otherwise it's going to get wiped. I don't, I can't. Oh no, man! I don't think there's anything on my list that's going to go up against that. But I'm going to stick to my strategy, nonetheless. You're Everybody loves Queen. Oh, Queen, they're so awesome. <laughs> Everybody loves Queen. All right. I don't oh, love boy. Queen. You know why? Because when I was a little kid and they turned on MTV and I'm watching MTV and I'm hoping to see cool videos by Poison and Kiss and Motley Crue and stuff like that, mm-hmm. just waiting, waiting sure. through all the crappy music that they played on MTV to hopefully get to see the music of a rock band. And over and over again, all I heard was Radio Goo Goo, Radio Gaga. That song made me hate Queen. I thought they are awful. Ooh. I hate them. Yes. So for me, my pick for March Badness in this round, Baco, put on your headphones. You're going to want to hear this. Okay. It's Queen The Works Ooh. from 1984, Radio Gaga. Blech. Now, here's my question. Is that the one that also had the video with them dressed as woman vacuuming the floor? I want to break free. Yeah. I want to yep. break free? Okay. Also, or that one was. The, the, I want to break free. Oh, was it on the word? I thought it was on Hot Space. No, nope, okay. it's on this one. Okay. That, Hard Life, Hammer to Fall, whatever. I don't know. Hammer to Fall is a great song. Come on. I mean, okay, there might be. <laughs> well, there you go, you guys. You can talk about one great song on this album. Oh, all right. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to guess. I want to Everybody's so queen crazy, and I don't. I, again, I'm picking. You guys love. Everybody loves them. I don't get it. I'm betting there's some like-minded people out there like me. Can they beat Creed? <laughs> Good luck with that. But we'll see. 
you do need to here's another little factoid from that too is that you know uh lady gaga some you know tries to say she's rock and stuff like that this is true she got her name because she liked the song radio gaga that's where she yeah. got her name yeah her middle initial is oh okay <laughs> oh boy this All is right. terrible. Yep. I love it. I love the fact that you're taking Queen down, man, because they are put up in a pedestal and they have a lot of I like Queen, but they have a lot of goddamn shitty albums too. Yeah. That's and one, that's of, one them. of them. Great pick, Aaron. All right. I disagree. Uh, actually, you know what? I will say this. I'm not a big Queen guy, but I remember like the Radio Gaga song coming out and I'm like well, these guys are clearly past their prime. This isn't, I mean, even they're diehard fans, it's like Elton John in the 80s doing I'm Still Standing, by the way. Great song. Uh, but uh, it just, it was just different. It was goofy. And then the whole I Want to Break Free thing, it made me think that there's a chance, I think Freddie might be gay. But, uh, <laughs> you know, was, I'm watching this video. Nah, <laughs> probably not. I was yeah. just thinking they were kind of like down their luck because I would expect like Kirby vacuums, but they just had like Electrolux and that was like a you know, second rate vacuum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who fucking uses <laughs> that? Yeah. So, so Baco, that was the tipping point is like when Gene's solo album came out, you're like, you know, he might be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hadn't really thought about it prior to that. I was like, you know. Anyway. All right, who am I up against? All right. So your number six seed is going to go up against... GNR Chinese democracy. Like, well, I'm gonna put this this one in because, you know, did a little little uh, little of the googling and uh, trying to find. Uh, and there I, I was one band that I was like, you know what? I know one of their albums, but I don't think I know their more more recent work. And I found the album with a great title, which was Jackal with <laughs> When Moonshine and Dynamite Collide. <laughs> But first, I don't even know what's good or bad. All I gotta I tell you know. is the fact is is that I was intrigued because how often does Moonshine and Dynamite collide? I wanna know more. I'm gonna pick this because of two reasons. One, there's not one song about Moonshine. There's two. There's the title track, and there's also My Moonshine Kicks Your Cocaine's Ass. Great song. Okay. Okay. I love good. that song. There's, there's also and I need to hear the song just like a negro oh, that, has, awesome, that, has D, that has dmc for run dmc on it oh, also yeah, so cool. there's it's listen, killer is it going to win against chinese democracy i don't no, know no but way. people at least this makes you intrigued enough to check out jackal's 2010-ish classic classic moonshine when moonshine and dynamite collide Nice. My, my number six pick. All right. I don't know. It's that's a great album. I definitely would go with Chinese Democracy on that. And I think I think Baco's picking. Uh, I think uh, I think LC's picking good albums now to pad his path to the finals. Ooh. Also, one last thing strategy. is is that Jackal's still the only band that if you're your all your stuff gets lost, you know your luggage gets lost, you can still go to Ace Hardware and finish the show. What do you think? <laughs> if you're on tour, come on. <laughs> Tom Green's favorite band. If you yeah. like you, my uh, uh, moonshine kicks your cocaine's ass, you like Jackal officially. You like every song. So. <laughs> Listen, there's no "She Loves My Cock" on here, but it's still going to be. But it could be. March 
<laughs> All right. Well, you got back-to-back picks, LC. What's uh, going? I do. Your seventh pick is going up the up against ZZ Top Afterburner. Who are you putting up against that monster, monster turd? This is this is going against Afterburner. Yes. This is a, this is a great matchup. Then okay, again, fall from grace. Going going right with the uh, the theme there, like the Afterburner album. This was inspired by an. I had never heard this album in full until after Rock and Pod, and after that, I I watched the panel that you guys went over with Edom and Smile, and the great great you know, great panel. Love Edom and Smile, one of my first rock albums I ever owned. Period. You know, David Lee Roth, California Girls. I got to tell you, when I saw California Girls, the whole like uh, Midwest Farmer's Daughter, that was the first time I actually recorded a video, paused it, and I think got a boner. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that that video was amazing when you're when you're a, when you're when you're a Ute, okay? Mm-hmm. But uh, that difference between that and then seeing the video, I think I saw the video for the first time is the first time I heard the song too, where you see David Lee Roth on the little uh, he's doing Surfboard. mountain climbing or whatever, and he's no, he's like uh, he's what does he do? He's on the mountain, right? He's rock climbing, rock climbing. He's just bouncing around. He's wearing some crazy ass. Yeah, he's whatever he's doing, and um, and then they they play just like Paradise, which is an okay song and everything like that. But the rest of Skyscraper, the fact that that band was involved and everything, I can't take it. Everything is is flawed. Every single thing about that album. It is the afterburner of David Lee Roth's career, and it is my pick to go against Afterburner. Other than the the cover's perfect, though, right? Same thing. So David Lee Roth skyscraper. You never actually said it all the way through. You you intimated. Sorry, sorry. David Lee Roth skyscraper is my my pick. Your number seven seed going up against uh, ZZ Top Afterburner. I'm with you. That's actually a pretty two of the greatest failures of two huge bands going against each other. I think there's more love for skyscraper, but I'm with you. I I I probably like Afterburner better than skyscraper. Yeah, that's a hard doubt. one to pick. Skyscraper really does only have the one good song, which is terrible. I, that should never be. And, and if and if I, I'll take a, a little late enough over that one, just like Paradise. Yeah. Oh yeah, sensible shoes. You, you would take uh, your filthy little mouth over Skyscraper. Uh, I think it's got so. More good songs. Yeah, I'm I not sure. So. Actually, listen that's, to that's the record. With Slam Dunk on it. More good ones. Uh, that one has a uh, "She's My Machine." Ugh. Okay, well. But bad. Skyscraper also has hot dog. <laughs> you mean hot dog and a shake. And hot a dog shake. and a shake. Sorry. You get a shake, too. Come on. Oh, Anytime you name you your song hot dog, it's not good. Led Zeppelin. Yes. There's someone out there whose wrong. favorite Led Zeppelin song is hot dog, and we must find that person, <laughs> and we must kill them. Man, I didn't even think about putting that record on this list. Uh, boy. Yeah. All right, Camaro, you got it. Uh, number seven, your uh, seventh seed is going to go up against uh, U2, Octung Baby. Kind of a surprise pick uh, hmm. in the tournament have in general. Loved one. Uh, but actually, I the more I, it, it resonates, I'm like, man, that is actually a really solid pick. Great job. Yeah, I'm not sure what could give that a run for its money. So I'm just going to take a shot. This is one that I really hate. When I worked on radio in Wisconsin, it was around 1999 when I started. And this song got played over and over and over again. Well, Chris and I were stranded down in Florida, and Ralph took us in, and we had to talk about this. 
I'm going back to 1999. Sammy Hagar and the Wabaritas. Mm. Red Voodoo. Oh. Song everybody knows off this one. One, two, Mas Tequila. No Mas Tequila. No Mas. No, 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 no Mas. The whole album sucks. <laughs> the fact that he ripped off a song from a convicted pedophile and gave him songwriting credit to me is is a gold alone. I hope this wins. Oh, birds of a feather. You know. <laughs> oh. What? How <laughs> <laughs> is that? What did you just say about the views expressed by Chris Sinzak do not oh, necessarily wow. represent the Cobras of Fire podcast? <laughs> I do like the, the the song Red Voodoo, the kind of track. <laughs> well, there you go. You might have one good one to talk about if Sammy Hagar sucks bad enough. <laughs> To get past you two, <laughs> who also suck horribly. Well, well uh, up Ian, Ian Wadley is already like lining up a bunch of dummy accounts to vote multiple times. Exactly. It's going to be like an <laughs> American not, Idol not phone only does bank. He hate Sammy Hagar, he loves you two. Oh, oh yeah. He, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he does just invest a ton of money to make sure Sammy Hagar wins this thing. Uh, <laughs> he wouldn't do that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then in the Baco region, we have, for my number seven seed, this will be going up against Ace Freely's second sighting. I am going to go with the Bullet Boys record Zaza. Uh, now they, um, the Bullet Boys, kind of hit it big with their their their, their biggest as they did with their debut record with Smoothed Up and all the the self titled record there. Uh, the second album, um, oh anybody, somebody help me out with it. The, what's the title called? Cartoon. I'm just, got, I'm just visualizing it in my head. Hang on, St. Christopher. Does anybody remember what it was called? Anyway. Oh, uh, was it behind? Freak Show. Bit? Freak Show. There we go. Thank Freak you. Show. Freak um, Show. Freak Show. Great wiki read. Actually not. Nope. That was that actually right a ripping on loose joke, not not actually an accusation. Um, yeah. uh, but no, Freak Show there. Thank you for that. Uh, that one uh, had a couple good songs, but for the most part, that almost made my list. But Zaza, the one that was their last Warner Brothers major label record, and it is just, it's, it's a snooze fest. It is like, I don't even know what the hell is going on with them at that point. But um, should have been on last year's bracket, I think. But yeah, so Bullet Boy Zaza. That's my number seven going up against Ace Freely, second sighting. Now, they have their work cut out with them. That's going to be a tough one to win. Who here has heard it? Sounds like Chris has. I have not. Yeah. I've heard it. Yeah, I don't mind it at all. <laughs> Do you like it better it's, than it's Freak Show? Not their best. Uh, no, I like okay. Freak Show better. Hang on, Saint Christopher might be my no, favorite Bullet Boys song show. of all time. I love that one. It's a cover, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't think. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a yeah, Tom Waits song. Oh well, that's why I didn't know. <laughs> make it their own. I don't listen to John Cougar. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's Tom Waits that, Wait coming to, up a lot. Uh, in my Chris life. was a joke uh, earlier today. So, oh, I saw an article. Sorry to derail things, but I saw an article today, and what I didn't even do? notice when I was listening to uh, Mellencamp's record that uh, the song that he does with Bruce Springsteen on there is basically a direct lift of "Finish What You Started" by Van Halen, and they didn't credit him at all for it. Listen to that song; it's, the, it's almost the same exact riff and guitar sound. God damn it! What now do you I got to do of? something. I'm confused. Mellencamp's new record. He does a song with Springsteen. Such a thing. Put in the 
Sounds like finish what you said. Sounds like finish what you said. Sounds like finish what you said. There's my John Cougar. The boss and the Melon Cougar got together and did a song, and it sounds like Van Halen. The Melon Cougar. Now now he has a new name because (laughs) the Melon Cougar, baby. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So that gives us to uh, Chris. You have the last two picks. Well, well, you have two picks in a row, I mean. Uh, so in Do the I? seventh okay. seed of your region, you're going up against Scorpion's Eye to Eye. So what's going to what's gonna beat that piece of shit? Eye to Eye. <laughs> I'm going to go, go back to Do a Vinnie Vincent record, please. No, no. No, it's that, that's actually still good music. Just because he's a scumbag doesn't mean his music sucks now. Yeah, but, um, I, I actually almost put Speedball Jam on my man. list, but I'm like, how, it's only one song. Yeah. yeah, and who wants yeah, that, to? I don't, no, that that one shouldn't qualify. Nobody yeah, wants one that. Shitty that's song. disqualified. Yeah, that's true. And Ninety minutes long. Um, but no, this one I, I I'm gonna go back to my list from last year because I want to give it give it something that will be competitive with it. And oh, this album's terrible. Although I could pick just about any album from the last 15 years from this band, and it would probably qualify for this show. But uh, I'm gonna go to the 2016 release by Bon Jovi called "This House Is Not for Sale." Again with that. Damn it. Yeah, because I yeah, and that's part of why I picked it because I knew that LC would get pissed when I mentioned it. Because <laughs> if, if it wins, you're gonna have to listen to it. And then, you know, to also add on to why I picked it, I found out today that uh, John Bon Jovi credited Tom Brady with helping him with his singing voice, and apparently, Tom Brady co-wrote one of the songs, not on this record, but on one of the records that came out in the last few years. Aaron, have you heard that NFL uh, stars do country music record where Brett Favre sings a song? You want her, but you better leave her alone. Or she'll build you up and let you down. And cut you to the bone. Oh, she. <laughs> what? I, oh, I heard that. So, Dick pick. A long time ago, I think I have. Sorry, Chris. You, I, your comment about Tom Brady reminded me of that. I've never asked Aaron about it. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go search that one out immediately. That sounds like uh, <laughs> like garbage gold. Yeah. Um, I but no. I, yeah. yeah. But uh, Bon Jovi lately just sucks, and this album sucks. And yeah, hopefully it'll win. You know what? As much shit as Paul Stanley gets for his singing, John Bon Jovi should be getting a a lot of heat because that guy is awful. Unlike Paul, John doesn't even seem to try. Like he shows up looking like he just woke up, and then he just talks through the show. I'm just mad. And it just reminds me, why did I not pick Soul Station? Oh, hey, got three (laughs) picks left. Oh, sorry, sorry, I should. Hey, I do have a question though. You're telling me that that album is worse than the one that you referenced 2020. I think he had. I didn't even know he had. No, it was one. the same one. I think. Is it the same one? No, 2020 came out in 2020. This oh, came no, out tw- in oh, no, 2021 in the bracket was when you. I'm saying the album. You mentioned in some recent recent show that he had an album called Bon Jovi yeah. 2020. Yeah, and it's awful too. Okay. Um, yeah, they're all they're all bad. I just picked yeah. this one in particular. Okay. Just you could because you could throw a dart at any of them and they all suck. I had Bon Jovi on my list, but I actually went out on a limb and was thinking about doing Keep the Faith from '92. Mm. <laughs> okay. yeah. Not not as good as to pick at the ones you've got. You did the right thing, man. You've you've you got a strong list so far. I think. Yeah. A lot of hate for those records that people love. Lot, that you're lot, talking lot about anger for Keep the Faith. I can I can see that yeah. the anger. <laughs> like I'm not gonna. Christopher we're not bon getting Jovi. into a Bon Jovi argument again. I haven't had enough to drink, but uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll defend that record. Yeah, <laughs> that <sucks>. <laughs> 
All right. Well, then, uh, Chris, your last pick uh, of, of the draft, then the, in the number eight seed in the Sinzak region goes up against Tommy Lee Andro. By the way, available for on vinyl and uh, apparently from Tommy Lee's butthole. But uh, what's going to go up against Tommy Lee Andro <laughs> uh, uh, in the number eight seed here? What, who is the Cinderella that you're throwing up against Tommy? I don't think anything's going to beat Tommy Lee on this, but uh, you know what? All right, people I, are used to getting beat by Tommy. Not <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, he beats everybody. Um, well, I'll go. Uh, I was, uh, you know, as a joke, I was going to pick the new Iron Maiden album. You know, shit, sit, shit, Tzu or whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> but shit, Tzu. You think it's named after a dog? It's named after a dog. Somebody needs to do a Photoshop album oh cover my God. for the dog holding the sword. Um, but no, right now I, the metal uh, voice is 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 crying. They're they're crying tears. So, yeah. <laughs> but I am gonna pick uh, Iron Maiden album all the same. Mm. And Whoa! There there were uh, two albums that came out at a particular time in this band's history that don't feature Bruce Dickinson, and I'm certainly not talking about the first two. Uh, I'm talking about Virtual Eleven that came out in 1998 oh. with Blaze Bailey on the vocals. Nice. God damn. I mean, I, those money chops. Um, one of the worst personnel decisions by any legendary band. How the fuck <laughs> did that guy get that job? Yeah, with, well, well, I think I think Judas Priest and Iron Maiden had the same. Same like uh, uh, like consultant for replacements. Yeah, but right? I mean, at least Ripper could sing. Blaze Bailey can't even sing. Okay. He's like off key through half the records. And he's no James Durbin, that's for sure. <laughs> he's no Mitch Malloy. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I now officially hey, want a Mitch Iron Malloy <laughs> Iron Maiden record. I want that to happen. Uh, 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 White Tiger <laughs> and Wolfsbane. Wolfsbane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I see your resume, please? Oh, Wolfsbane? Wolfsbane, you're hired. Yeah, right. Wolfsbane. <laughs> last, last employment, Wolfsbane. This guy's a shoe in over here. Yeah. Oh, man. you and the guy from Grim Reaper. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I still have yet to hear One-legged readers and a, a iPad <laughs> in a bar in Minneapolis. That's all I can tell you. Uh, it's a Saturday night, bro. <laughs> Who's ready to party? And don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> oh, like moonshine man. and cocaine, man. Describe your Saturday night and who you saw as a That's book moon, report. It's a moonshine and dynamite kind of night. <laughs> yeah, it is. Right. It happens when they collide. Oh, man. <laughs> This is too fun. All right, uh, my wow. pick uh, my from my number eight seed in the Baco region then is going to go up against Vanilla Ice. Uh, I see. I, I forgot to write the album title. I already forgot what it's called. Uh, the fuck is that goddamn fucking record called? All right, the guy organizing this shouldn't be drinking in the future. No, that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> Vanilla Ice hard to sw- <laughs> Vanilla Ice hard to swallow. Yeah, it came out in the mid nineties, but. Uh, um, uh, yeah. I got it. I got it. It's been an hour and a half in another direction. There we go. Uh, yeah, yeah Vanilla, Vanilla is hard to swallow. My number one sweet seed goes up against a record that I'm actually surprised is still available. Uh, Motley Crue, Generation Swine. God damn it! This is I was so happy that that was still on the board. Yeah, me too. Uh, so much that I, I, I was pretty sure Sinzak wasn't going to pick it, so that's why I went with the Bullet Boys instead. 
Um, but uh, yeah, this uh, I can't believe we haven't caught, talked about this record as in general. But yeah, what uh, what a especially coming off of like that that whole mess of the mid '90s and what a brilliant record '94 was. And then to to do right. this whole thing and make this big hype about we have to have Vince back. He's a star. We need him. And then you come out with this like I don't even know what they were trying to do. I mean, this this was like '97, so like grunge wasn't like really current and hot. Nope. I just I I don't know. And then the lead single <laughs> "Afraid" is just uh, whatever. Yeah. It was probably, more probably like probably the best songs in the album, by the way. Afraid, but the uh, question is, who got this like? The week it came out. The day. I was the day. Okay. I'm sorry. I got it the, the day. day it came out too. I remember making an extra trip, like leaving work yep. like, during lunchtime, like fucking like I have to get this album. Yeah. What was your initial just round table? Oh, like fucking hated it. Okay. It was like listening to yeah. Sonic Boom before Sonic Boom. <laughs> I wanted to like it so bad. I wanted to like yeah. it. And I was so excited for it, you know. And like you said, that was a that was the day of, you know, you're waiting at the gate to lift at the mall to go in there and get it, you know, and man, what a letdown. Yeah, yeah ninety seven was buying that on release day and being disappointed. Ninety eight, same thing with Psycho Circus. Did it for for me it was like uh this is like a tragedy. We're going through therapy for this, but it was like for me, it was like it went, I went through it once, and it was the same thing with Saint Anger. Where all of a sudden, I was like, "Was there not a fucking guitar solo on the entire album?" Hold on, was there not a guitar solo? Because I don't think it does have a guitar solo either. Yeah, but you can if say it, that about girls, 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 girls. There was only like one or two guitar solos in the whole record. I don't know. It's just all of a sudden there are a couple things that hit me like 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 that. It was just so odd. Well, I'm just saying if that was the thing that hit you. It wasn't a true remember. album. Not what you were expecting. Uh, yeah, I just remember thinking Vince just doesn't fit with the band. That too, it just didn't yeah. sound good. Yeah, yeah. Well, was, was it Vince? You, I mean, the fucking, songs fucking, were just fucking. like what, and and the recording and the the guitar tone. Oh, it was no, like that's all bad too. But I was just like his his voice is not suited for this music. And, oh. and I don't know. That's what I'm getting at. Mean, they did. They tried yeah. to write but, kind of a Karabi style record, but also more grungy because that Karabi record is rock that is hard heavy rock this is more kind of like alternate tunings and kind of inverted chords and shit and it's just like and then like Vince is like I don't know how to do this uh, that showed right there Tommy Lee's uh, power over that band too Mm -hmm. that time for sure we'll get Vince back but we're going to do it this way yeah but yeah, it'd be a great well, album I mean, to talk about. about what, Honestly, it really would be. Uh, it just, there's, yeah, because there's, there's, what if they would have come out with Dr. Feelgood Part 2 instead? And the What if they would have came out with the record after this? Uh, what was that called? New uh, Tattoo. New Tattoo. New Tattoo. If they had New Tattoo, but with Tommy Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think that would have been... There was, there just was Way odd. Better. It was just an odd record. It was an attempt, but it didn't work for me. Yeah. Should be interesting. I thought that All one right. was, had a pretty good shot last year, but we'll see what mm-hmm. it does this time. Be Who's funny it facing? It... What's that? Oh, it's going up against, uh, oh, shit, uh, um, Vanilla Ice, uh, Hard to Swallow. Uh, It'd be funny if it wound up in the final being Tommy Lee versus Motley Crue. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It'd be sad. That's the, All right. The, the apex of hair metal, man. My man Camaro, so I feel is, I, I, I apologize one. for skipping over you, uh, but uh, yeah, you have uh, the next to last pick. You what the AC of yours is going to go up against Nickelback, Silver Side Up. So, who do you got, uh, Cinderella beating them guys? I don't see anything on this list that's probably going to give them a run. Um, this is my last pick, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to hear my also rans? What I had on? Please, here? yeah, that's fine. Oh, that's fine. Sure. I think so. 
I had uh, Radiohead, Pablo Honey. I don't know if I'm, I don't think I'm going to go with that one. I had Linkin Park, Hybrid Theory. This is my Ooh. thinking. Like, people love these albums. This one, maybe. Hmm. Bush 16 Stone. Oh, I love to put that one in there. Debut, REM Document was on my list because I hate REM and everybody loves REM. I had Phil Collins on here for the same reason. Neil Young. <laughs> I might have had to disqualify what's, Phil Collins. Yeah. yeah. What just, which one? Now, if it's no Jack it, no, yeah, it, if it's, it's a, if it's if it's it is the Phil Collins new metal record, it, it, it's okay. But uh, it's, it's, like, oh. it's, it's the sleaze rock album he did in the eighties. Come yeah. on, okay. no Jack. <laughs> I forgot about that one. No pants required. That was yeah. <laughs> no talent required. And. Uh, <laughs> Neil Young and Ted Nugent on here. I should have nice. lined it up so they could have faced each other. And Bruce Springsteen, Born to Run. Uh, like I said, Bon Jovi, Keep the Faith. I had a Maroon 5 album on here because everybody loves them, and I don't get that. Um, I had Foreigner, Agent Provocateur on here from 84 because I want to know what love is, but I wanted you guys to show me. That had a great song but called That Was Yesterday, that. man. That was a killer fucking track. Lead single, I believe. There is one good song on that album, and it's really good. That mm. must be the one. You know what, Eric? But, if, you could do, if you could do that read again, because I think that should be just our intro every week to the, yeah. the, the, the lovers. Um, so I had Nelson After the Rain. I had Sublime with Rome. I had Three Doors Down. I had Limp Bizkit. But I'm going to go with something a little outside the box on this one. I don't think it's really got a chance against Nickelback, but I think it deserves to be in March Badness. And it's even by a band that I like. But this album just sucks. It is the 1983 follow-up to one of the most epic albums of all time, The Wall. I'm going with Pink Floyd, The Final Cut. One good song on the album, the rest of it sucks. It was the final album with Roger Waters, and he had complete control of it, and it stinks. And everybody always says, you know, and I, I'm guilty of it too. And I like Pink Floyd, Roger Waters in the band, but this album is not good, and it's all Roger Waters on here. It's a lot of leftover shit from the wall that wasn't good enough to make it onto there. It made it onto here. It's a Pink Floyd album. Everybody loves Pink Floyd. But this album really sucks, except for one song. <laughs> so let's see if Pink Floyd's worst mm. album, maybe, at least the worst album of the Roger Waters era, can hold its own against Nickelback. I don't think so. Maybe. Maybe. Never that, heard it. That's very interesting, man. So that's it. That's my final pick. Okay. Will I, reg regret, uh, will I regret not going with Bush or Trickster? Maybe. But what trickster would you gone with Nick here? Back? Which which trickster uh, no, I record? With, I went I went with the I, on my list that I didn't go with was the uh, debut. I tried to pick the most popular I albums. I would have picked you for a big trickster guy. No, uh, uh. <laughs> saw him at uh, one of my yeah when I seen Kiss on the Waka Revenge Shaw? Tour. Trickster was there. And uh, no, it was actually Kenosha? Madison. Yeah, it wasn't at the Waukesha Auditorium. <laughs> but uh, Trickster opened and they, they came out. They weren't very good. They asked people in the front row if they could have cigarettes and then they left, which yeah. that was great. They got booed heavily in Nashville. I that think tour. that was actually the Trailer Park Boys doing a live performance. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, LC, your last pick here then. Uh, the last pick of the uh, the whole Selection Sunday process here, even though it's a Tuesday. Um, you have going up against ACDC Ball Breaker. Uh, what is your number eight pick in the LC region? Do you mind if I hit some of my... Why not? My, uh, kid? Okay, all right. I had a list of... I'm a Corrosion of, Conform- uh, Corrosion of Conformity fan, but I say all any album without Pepper Keenan could have been on here. In my That's opinion. fair. More hardcore. Um, I've got my more recent album. The cover had basically looked like a dildo. <laughs> almost looked like a shocker. <laughs> Tesla <laughs> was shock. That that oh, yeah. uh, that one yeah, uh, that's pretty was definitely a, a failure for me. Uh, in that same zone too, I also had maybe it'll come up in the future year. But uh, Aerosmith would just press play, which I Awful. do not recommend. Let's see here. What else? What was the was Aerosmith the record from last year? Songs from another dimension? Music from that another was, dimension. That was, yeah, it came up last year. Right. I think this is just as bad. Yeah, this is actually, I'm with you. Yeah. Maybe not, not as bad. Hey, man. No, I, I, I think it's point, worse. Pretty close. Yeah. It definitely would earn a spot on this list had you picked it. I tell you what. I had this on, on here is one of my uh, earlier picks, but I realized that it's just it's from a band that all of us I know like the Definitely the majority of their albums, but this was just boring, and I didn't want to actually do the show because I'm not going to have it on here. But I listened to it again. I was like, "Yeah, this still sucks." Like I remember it, and that is the self-titled Rat album from 1999. Saw for sale on Facebook the other day for two dollars. Yeah, yeah, that that one I still have. I looked at every single one of these songs. I'm like, I own this. I got rid of it. I listened to it again. I listened to it yesterday. I still can't remember a fucking song on it. It's very boring. It's not really a record. It's like a, I don't know, whatever. No, it's. It's a record. Twelve songs. How is it not a record? Wait, you, oh, I'm confused with collage. That's the one that was on Portrait Records. Yes. With yeah, yeah. oh yeah, it's called Rat. Jesus, like what a, a pile of shit that is. That's a great. That should have been made this next year's bracket, yeah. maybe. And Robbie Crane was in the band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And Richie Zito produced it. Yeah, yeah. it's not, not good. Zero, hundred percent zero <laughs> right. on that one. Now, That's a good pick. And then, oh, man, it's a hard pick. <laughs> I'm just saying, one. it's going Last against Ballbreaker. I'm going to save this one. I'm going to mention it. I'm going to save it for next year. Only because the artist has already been picked. There's another Ted Nugent one that's <laughs> worse. Worse than this, but I'm not going to put it on there. I'm like, I, only, I, had, I had Don't Tread. Dan Make is on there, too. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, I am going to go. Hey, Elsie. Hey, Literally, yes. because we talked about it recently, I saw uh, Don't Tread for $2 and bought it. <laughs> I knew you would. It's it, okay stuff. On you there. know what? Where you're going now? Worth the two bucks. Yeah. Okay. I had <laughs> Little Miss Dangerous in my has been. My yeah, that was on my uh, kind of cut it close list, but you could have <sighs> Scream Dream. Yeah. Boy. Crave you know Man. Crave Man. Much like ACDC, <laughs> this is a band that at one point had so many singles on the board, such success. They fell off big time, and somehow they squeaked this album out way the fuck later. And it is an atrocity to the ears, to the fa- to everybody, to, to all fans that ever liked this band. From production to the songwriting to everything about it is a joke. And there's so much to talk about as well, just with ACDC from the history of that this band. And that is Poison with Hollywood. Oh, the native tongue was on my uh, almost ran. Hollyweird, nice. Oh, Hollyweird's much worse than that. Yeah, much Hollywood. fucking worse. Yeah. You, can, I can, you can't crack a smile yeah. on this one. There's some stuff <laughs> on the side. I'm just saying, like, there's there's some stuff on the side. This one, Poison Hollyweird. That, that's my pick. To go yeah, there's just a couple of good songs on yeah. there, really. 
Yeah, that's a bad album. <laughs> but even if they're good, how bad? How bad are they produced sure. for a band that had this much that much money at one point? Oh well, yeah, it sounds like Brett Michaels produced it in his basement. Uh, it's not good at all. Uh, so, so for my uh, my also rands that I almost picked uh, to do Queen and Paul Rogers, the Cosmos Rocks. Ooh, that was yeah, one. That's pretty bad. Um, and then I, the rest of mine were just stuff from last year, like Alice Cooper, Pretties for You, um, Cheap Trick, The Doctor. You know, which and I haven't gone back this year to see if I like it still, Bucko. Uh, because I know you made fun of me for one that good last song. Year. Uh, <laughs> no, no, actually, uh, LC I had, did. Uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm like oh. you. I continually go back to bad records. So, oh, okay. And then, uh, Warrant Born Again, that was one. Um, oh, yeah. L- L- LA Guns, how did American Warrant Hardcore. not make the bracket? <laughs> I don't know. LA Guns, American Hardcore, uh, Black Sabbath, Forbi- Forbidden, Queens, Right, Frequency Unknown, and Machine Head Supercharger. Hmm. All right. Well, for mine, I'll just say that there's only one record that I'll mention that I that I really wanted to throw in here that I didn't make it was Raven. The pack is back. Um, but uh, I'll uh, I'll do a quick rundown of uh, some of the uh, listener picks that I thought were funny. Like uh, PJ Brown just wanted something by Kid Rock. Uh, Keith Rockford came in with Queens Right Queens Right Frequency Unknown. Uh, I, I thought that was that was definitely on my list. Um, well, uh, there's a couple of Def Leppard's mentions of songs from the Sparkle Lounge or X, uh, from one was from Todd Cunningham and the other one, uh, Matt Ashcroft. And, um, I don't know. There's so many, I, I, I like this one. I didn't know if it qualified cause it was a tribute record, but I definitely agree with it. Sonny Pooney, uh, talk, wanted yeah. to throw in so pretty boy Floyd's kiss tribute record. I was just like, what the fuck is going on? It's uh, so bad. So it's bad. like bad karaoke music. But uh, any of the other things I missed, you guys pretty much covered, and uh, the listeners had in there as well. So, no. Um, well done, everybody. Uh, I, I think uh, a f- much more, again, I thought there'd be a lot more um, of the same picks than it turned out being. So, great job, everybody. Yeah, maybe five or six tops. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, I had to. I had to put Ted Nugent back in though, because it was just it's too bad not to include <laughs> well, him. Next I, next year, I had the whole it, thing set up. I had a whole thing I set up for a certain Ted Nugent album, but I was like, eh, I'll wait for the next. All right, we'll be back. Okay, I'm, I'm like, feeling. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good about my picks, guys. Yeah? I think I got your asses this year. I think Hot Tongue Baby's going all the way. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> I, you I know thought what? that the, your strategy yeah. doesn't make sense when you when you say it, but then when you see the picks, total sense. Yeah. Total sense. I got it wrapped. I know it. I thought the Peter Chris thing was far and away going to win last year. I don't feel that confident in anybody's pick winning this time, so it should be yeah, interesting. Yeah. That was actually, I mean, Lulu basically ran the bracket on my side, and that ran into mm-hmm. Peter Chris, and like, but Peter Chris kept eking out tiny little wins. You know, yeah, <laughs> I thought it would have like, dominated most of that, and you know? and then he got up to Lulu, and once again, like like Lulu was was the early leader over like a couple days, but. Uh, at when the end tally came in, it was fucking like three or four votes difference that uh, Peter Chris pulled yeah. ahead on, and it was I think it was Kiss fans that misunderstood Twitter in the poll. Or it could be it comes down to oh man, you know Lulu sucks, but do I really want to listen to anybody talk about that album? No, That's I'd rather hear them talk about Peter Chris. We'll go yeah. with that one because yes. it's funnier. Yeah. I don't know. As someone who's voted on online polls, I think that's giving them too much credit in, in thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a button. Click. 
All right. So Chris and Aaron, of course, thank you for coming back on with the the co-hosts of the Decibel Geek podcast. And of course, you, you, we're under the umbrella of the Decibel Geek family. So uh, thank you for your everything over the years. Of course, thank you for coming back on. I, I got a question I wanted to ask LC. You know, I, I always figured that our local H episode that we did must have done gangbuster numbers. I mean, but I never heard about doing an Ugly Kid Joe one. Well, when are we doing that? <laughs> Whenever we can get it scheduled, it's t- right it on. took uh, about seven years to, for us to do one episode. So, <laughs> right, would, right. Yeah, between we're, 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 we're both very important men, Aaron. We're uh, so seven-year we traditionalists, so yeah, yeah. seven years from now. No, know, I'd love to do it. We can, yeah, do, it, we can do, it. do it this year. Are we doing the, the discography, everything, to make sure that we we, we cover the, the all the work, all the greatness? Are we well, picking yeah. an album? I mean, how else would you do it for a band like that? You got to give them their <laughs> their just due. Their legends. I mean, well, there's only like six albums, isn't there? Uh, yeah, but Five it's albums. not about qual- yeah. quantity. It's all about the quality. And Ugly Kid really Joe's is. got all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm in, uh, man. You don't see any Ugly Kid Joe's in the bracket, do you? Uh-uh, no, no Look, way. Not this year. There's, there's two things. There, there's, there's, you know, when you use Google, sometimes you're upset when there's no answer. And last year, when somebody typed in "local H discography podcast," they found an answer. We gave that finally to the world. We yeah, will do we the did. same for Ugly Kid Joe. Awesome! Looking forward to it. Uh, and, and no two people better to do it. That's right. Yeah. Fully qualified. And since Zach and I are going to uh, do a, a Peter Chris '78 solo album a record uh, episode, <laughs> oh, we are, huh? Yeah. No two better people to do I, that either. I think guys. <laughs> I, I, I think we should do a uh, music from the Elder Point Counterpoint episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm on, I'm on board with that, but it has to be after uh, uh, Stephen Mike Stephen Michael actually uh, ponies up and goes uh, point counterpoint with me on the holiday thing. So uh, he's yeah. been a coward oh, okay. in ducking me ever since that thing came around. So. I gotta tell you though, it is it is very difficult mixing those episodes though, because you gotta use the one and a half speed for him, and then you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's an editing better. nightmare. <laughs> so, yeah. so there's so much latency. <laughs> yeah, you think well, that's what you think it is, and then you're like, oh, that- I know. Like, what the fuck's wrong with this connection? Oh, it's just Atlanta. I can't wait to see a picture of the, <laughs> you and uh, him in the pool with your shirts on at uh, Muscles Rock Cruise. Wait. So, It'd be great. All right, uh, any, Love any uh, final uh, words here? Uh, by the way, LC, just so you know, if you want to hang out, typically when the episode is done, we can say a little goodbyes or something afterwards. I think last time we, we you, you immediately went and dump, and then the three of us were sitting yeah. here. So, uh, I etiquette yeah. online or otherwise. I usually do it, too. <laughs> but anyway, gentlemen, That's thank you. you. Everybody brought their A game. This is incredible. Uh, great right. job, everybody. Uh, I don't even know who did it. again. It's not going to be me. I, I will not win it. So, never know. Okay. Octung, right. baby. People know. Uh, let me ask you this, Camaro. Do you know? Uh, do you know what Octung is German for? Octung, baby, is. Attention. Okay. Right. There we go. So attention, baby. Yeah. And Bone was kind of a I'm pretentious German. prick, but. My grandparents were German. I know all kinds of German. Oh, nice. Do you know how to make a uh, uh, Wiener Schnitzel? No. Hmm. All right. If somebody knows how to make it. I'll eat some. I don't know. <laughs> March Badness twenty twenty two. Are we ending on Wiener Schnitzel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got. If you've got a rock not not dead, I've got a, a possible response. All right. Fair me. enough. You guys want to get out of here? Yeah. Rock's not dead. But it has five fingers going up against Gene Simmons' asshole. <laughs>
For the win. For the win. Try to be best, cause you're only a man, and a man's got to learn to take it. Try to believe, though the going gets rough, that you gotta hang tough to make it. History repeats itself, try and you succeed. Never doubt that you're the one, and you can have your dream. You're the best around. Nothing's gonna ever keep you down. You're the best around. And nothing's gonna ever keep you down. You're the best around. Nothing's gonna ever keep you down. So, you know, we'll be doing it next week. But yeah. <laughs> what are you going to call it? It's like, Bad Bracket Brawl. Bad Bracket Brawl. Bad Bracket Brawl. Bad bracket brawl. <laughs> it's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.